Welcome to Standard Chartered Money Insights, a podcast series by Standard Chartered Bank that brings you market views and insights on the go. Hello, everyone. My name is Manpreet and welcome to Through the Noise. Now, we want to wish our listeners uh, a happy new year. Now, some of you have may have been to New Year parties this year that were particularly celebratory. And if any of those were hosted by an investor, um, the fourth quarter of 2023 market performance might offer a bit of a clue to why the mood was so positive. Uh, we know that equities were one of the main winning asset classes in 2023, with global equities up over 20% over the year. But about half of those gains came within the fourth quarter itself. High-quality bonds also had a strong Q4, rising about 8% over the quarter, though full-year returns here were admittedly more muted. Um, All this market performance, of course, being led more so by developed market assets rather than EM. Now, today, at the start of January, the key question facing investors, um, and all of us indeed, is whether these type of gains can indeed extend into 2024. Now, our full-year outlook offers our thoughts from a longer-term perspective, but today we're joined by Fukien Yap, a senior investment strategist in our CIO office, to discuss what market performance may look like in the very early part of the new year. So welcome, Fukien. Thanks for taking the time to join us today. Um, markets already seem to be seeing some signs of consolidation across both equities and bonds. So from your perspective, what are the signposts you're keeping an eye on um, and how are you reading them from the perspective of investment opportunities? Yeah, thanks, Manpreet. So uh, a consolidation in markets uh, was overdue after the sharp rally in equities and bonds in Q4 last year. Uh, equity markets, they now face a major technical resistance Uh, The S&P 500 index in the US uh, and the MSCI All-Country World Index are around 2% and 6% away from their all-time highs, respectively. Uh, Fund manager surveys also suggest that uh, institutional investor cash levels are at their lowest level since April 2021, uh, another sign of stretch positioning. So we expect a mild and temporary consolidation in markets uh, with key data points to watch Uh, like the U.S. job data for December, the U.S. inflation data, and the upcoming U.S. Q4 earnings season and geopolitical events in the Middle East. Uh, The Taiwan election on the 13th of January is also another important factor for markets. Uh, Now, with the U.S. job markets data uh, due tonight, uh, the December's U.S. non-farm payrolls is likely to signal a healthy U.S. labor market during the Christmas shopping month. A Bloomberg consensus is for 171,000 net new jobs. A healthy U.S. jobs market report uh, is likely to push U.S. government bond yields modestly higher, and this should lead to a mild consolidation in equity markets. A U.S. inflation data, or CPI, is due next week, and any rebound in the U.S. core inflation in December above 0.2% month-on-month, especially a rebound in the service sector inflation, is likely to lead markets to pare back expectations of almost 150 basis points of Fed rate cuts this year. And this would likely lead to higher bond yields and a pullback in equities in the near term. In our view, we expect 125 basis points of rate cuts this year, mostly in the second half of the year. And then with corporate earnings, the upcoming season in the Q4 uh, will start and this is likely to be another key driver of markets in January. A consensus expects 5.2% year-on-year rise in Q4 earnings, uh, down from the 11% rise projected in early October. A corporate guidance on 2024 earnings will be closely watched 
especially with consensus expecting a robust 11% rise in 2024 earnings. Now, for implications for investors with the developed market government bonds, we are looking for an opportunity to re-enter after a period of consolidation as the risk-reward is the most attractive here. And in equity markets, uh, for the S&P 500 index, 4547 is a level that sees a strong support to re-enter, especially if US Q4 earnings continue to exceed expectations as what we saw happened last year. Uh, so look for opportunities to re-enter a US technology and communication services sector once the government bonds consolidate. Uh, US healthcare also remains attractive due to the sector's earnings resilience through economic downturns. So healthcare, technology, and communication services are our three preferred U.S. equity sectors. Thanks, Fukien. Um, at, at this point, I also want to talk about uh, bond yields. Um, do you see an opportunity at particular levels to consider re-entering U.S. government bond yield, bonds? And, and I suppose the related question here is what implication do you see of that view uh, on the technology sector? Yeah, U.S. government bond yields have been volatile over the week. Uh, so the benchmark 10-year yield, it hit a five-month low of 3.78% before the end of 2023. But it rebounded shortly thereafter and uh, paused at 4.01% in intraday trade on the 3rd of January. So we attribute the yield pullback to three drivers. Uh, first is strong seasonal supply dynamics. On the first two working days of 2024, we estimate that more than 60 billion of new bonds were printed in the U.S. bond market alone. Uh, the strong pipeline of expected supply and attractive new issue premiums have likely contributed to higher yields. A second is some dialing back of rate cut expectations. So we ended 2023 with money markets pricing in more than six Fed rate cuts in 2024, which is above the three rate cuts suggested by the Fed's dot plot and the five cuts that we expect. So a moderate correction of these expectations likely was the second factor behind higher U.S. bond yields. A third is the emerging uh, geopolitical tensions, uh, worries of any escalation in the Red Sea tensions uh, resulting in higher oil prices and higher inflation was likely a third driver of higher bond yields. Uh, we continue to view that any short-term push higher in the bond yields as creating an attractive entry point to add exposure to developed market investment-grade government bonds. The U.S. 10-year government bond yield is facing strong resistance at a 200-day moving average at 4.03%, followed by a subsequent resistance at 4.25%. So we remain overweight of your DM investment-grade government bonds and expect easing monetary policy this year to be a driver of lower yields. Uh, for U.S. equities, falling U.S. bond yields in late uh, 2023 lent a tailwind to the Nasdaq 100, which is a proxy for technology stocks, as lower bond yields supported valuations of the tech stocks via higher discounted cash flows. Uh, however, this has partly reversed at the start of 2024, alongside the higher pullback in bond yields. So similar to bonds, we would use the opportunity to add into the Nasdaq 100, uh, especially if it corrects further to key support levels at 16,000 and 15,500. Within the index, the technology sector is likely to see a rebound in earnings in 2024 following muted growth in 2023. 
All right. Uh, thanks for those details. But I wanted to pick up on that last point you made on earnings in 2024. I mean, we're we're just kicking off the Q4 U.S. earnings season. I mean, what are your expectations there? Yeah, so major U.S. banks will start reporting on the 12th of January, uh, kicking off the Q4 earnings season in earnest. And uh, according to LSEG IBIS, uh, consensus expectations are for Q4 earnings to grow by 5.2% year on year which is a reduction from 7.5% expected in Q3. Uh, these growth estimates have moved significantly in the last few months. So back in October last year, consensus expected growth at 11% for Q4 and 1.6% for Q3. What's happened is that analysts have effectively pulled forward Q4 growth into Q3 as the Q3 earnings season unfolded. Uh, similarly, some of the expected 2024 growth has been pulled forward into 2023. So consensus currently expects 2024 earnings to grow at 11.1%, uh, down from 12.1% expected back in October last year. And 2023 earnings is now expected to grow at 3.1%, up from 2.4% previously. As always, a corporate guidance will be key to watch. Uh, the year 2024 is expected to see earnings rebound following tepid growth in 2023. So all 11 sectors in the S&P 500 are expected to deliver positive earnings growth this year, led by healthcare, technology and communication services, delivering 16 to 17% of earnings growth. So healthcare is rebounding after weakness in 2023, while technology is supported by continued strength in software companies and an expected turnaround in the semiconductor cycle. So these three sectors are our preferred sectors in the US. And we expect the broad earnings strength to support US equities over a 6 to 12 month horizon. Okay, I think uh, that does bring us to the end of the time we have for, for the podcast today. So we'll bring it to an end there. Um, as always, maybe my top sort of takeaways from our conversation today, I think first what comes to quite clearly is that uh, some form of consolidation does appear likely in the short term. Uh, but the second point is that we would view any pullback uh, or consolidation as a buying opportunity in our preferred equity and bond markets. Um, and third, of course, is from a sector perspective, uh, clearly while US tech might be the most sensitive to bond yields, um, our preferred sectors, of course, include technology, communication services, and healthcare, which might offer some areas to look for uh, if we do get a, a, a pullback and a buying opportunity. So thank you, Fuken, for taking the time to speak with us today. And thank you, listeners, as always, for taking the time to join our conversation. Uh, we hope you enjoyed that and found it useful. And we look forward to speaking with you again next week. Thank you for listening to Standard Chartered Money Insights, a podcast series by Standard Chartered Bank. For more details, visit Market Views on the Go on our website or click the link in the description.